Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. <laughs> false start? Yeah, fall, false start and it wasn't offense. my... No, it wasn't my fault. It was Nick's fault. That's it's not your, true. It's totally it's fault. It's your fault. <laughs> Always your fault, Jacob. Jacob's fault. Hey, I I was here last week. You can't blame this on me. I was uh, sick. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a long two hours. Welcome to Butter Sports (laughs) Band. It's powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. I can get that part right, even though I was kind of gone for a little bit. It's okay. Two weeks in a row that I'm in this building. We're making progress. (laughs) We should have got donuts or something, like a cake maybe. Yeah. That's that's you. You you usually bring. All right, fine. I'll be the fat kid on the show. That's fine. No comment. Anyway, I'm Jacob Seelman. Uh, the the guy when Nick flips the camera in the blue is Tom Baker. Nick is punching buttons, and well, he brought two of his uh, two of his heathens cohorts, whatever heathens. word you want to use to describe. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I like Mason and Ryan. Ryan Repco is in the middle, and Mason <laughs> Diaz is on the far left of the camera shot. And it's another Venturini Motorsports takeover night, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. You're welcome. We, yeah. we, I feel like we're doing about one of those a month now. We're just keeping you regular. <laughs> Consistency it's like is a ritual. The key. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, it's fun to have the guys in here. Something like flying that. the V is a good time. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about on this show besides just talking to those two about uh, everything they've been up to during the pandemic and waiting out uh, going back racing. Which uh, I, th- I was gonna say, at least one of them is doing this weekend. Both. 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 Okay, I like both. Both is good. I think this he was saying one minute. Well, no, he was. <laughs> I knew what the finger <laughs> Are was. Are you for. sure? Oh. You've been off for a really long time. <laughs> it wasn't that finger. Don't make me sound bad. <laughs> no, no. he gave me a one-minute signal, and yeah. Tom thought he was referring to the number of drivers. I was questioning whether Repco was also racing at Toledo this weekend, and I, apparently the answer is yes. Absolutely, the Ryan Repco. Yes, sir. The Ryan Repco. The Ryan Repco. Okay. <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. That, well, that as some of my friends in the state that I don't mention the name of, because Go blue. I'm because I'm from Michigan. Um, it the Ohio State University. It, that's kind of like the Ryan Ooh. Repco, I guess. Thank you. Hey, at least Nick. <laughs> at, at least Nick and I agree I'm a on that. Fan. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> that I'll, works. I'll get. Yeah. No, that works on this show. We got to take a break. We'll be back with the real stuff in a minute. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. You know why that's appropriate? Wow, that's loud. <laughs> I, I swear Nick's trying to mess with me now. Only for about another hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. You know why that was appropriate coming why? back from break? Do tell. Watermelons. And we're going to Florida this weekend. Well, we're not, but NASCAR is. So. No, we're going to Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Sorry, Nick. I'm going to Rouge Mountain, North Carolina. That's uh, going north. Glass City, I believe, is what they still call it. They do. They actually have a race named after it. They do at Toledo, of all places. Oh, yeah. Shocking. Anyhow. Yeah. So, Ross Chastain is appropriate because we're going to have Florida watermelons at Homestead this weekend or something like that. Probably when Ross went. Ross, I'm assuming Ross is in the 42 again. I've he not is. heard any reason for him not yeah. to be. So. He is. Yeah. Water, water, we're, we're going to smash a watermelon in Florida. Smash a Florida watermelon in Florida. How about that? He might smash a couple. Yeah. Is it watermelon season too. in Florida, though? I feel like it's not it's, watermelon season yet. Is there a water? Is there actually a proper definition of watermelon season? I'm sure Wikipedia can tell us. I'll find out in a minute. Anyhow, long story short, there's three series racing at Homestead this weekend. And even better, there's four races. That's one more than three. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that is going to be a really interesting dynamic to do a double double. Um, that's I, I I wish they'd do that more because um, it's really interesting to to think about. Well, first of all, if you're going to do either two cup races, two Xfinity races, or two truck races, and I think we're going to see all of the above at some point. At some point, um, yes, over the course of the, the next year, two months. Um, but. Uh, 
that requires a different th- school of thought in the first race, right? Mm-hmm. I know you have backup cars, but it doesn't mean they want to use them. Correct. Never, ever. I think it changes the dynamic a little bit. But for the fans, um, and I understand, again, we don't have a full fan, but we have a few that are going to mm-hmm. be back and a few guests. Um, I think for the fans that are, you know, get a chance to watch that, I mean, four races in two days, mm-hmm can't beat that no you can't by the way speaking of fans if we're talking about homestead this weekend 1,000 military and uh, frontline healthcare guests are going to be admitted into the grandstands to watch uh i believe it's just the cup race on sunday it is just cup race That's same thing I for thought. talladega just okay. cup race yeah so. and they're only putting a thousand in at talladega five no five thousand five thousand five thousand you imagine 5,000 in that giant grandstand, like you're not even going to notice they're there. I was going to, you're really not, (laughs) but it's a first step. And isn't that, at this point, Nick, that is the point, is we have, that that was the word, and the word that John Bobo used when they first announced this a couple days ago was, was methodical. And you can't rush this because as NASCAR proved when they first came back to racing to begin with, we have to get this right. We cannot afford to screw it up. We are the first ones. I mean, we were, you know, the first major sport. I know they said, you know, UFC and cornhole, as we've talked about, has been on TV before. But we are the first major sport on TV. So we are, you know, setting the precedent. We cannot afford to mess up. So slow and steady is is the best way for us here. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll turn to uh, the two Venturini kids over there now because it's a different it's a different dynamic for you guys this weekend with going back racing but you're kind of at the phase where nascar was a month ago i'm sure for you guys that is going to be weird to go back racing for the east race and not have fans in the stands i mean for sure but once you're out in the car and like you're not really able to see the stands but i feel like harvick's like what harvick said it'll be if you end up winning the race and it's just dead silent it'll feel really strange so i mean we want the fans back as soon as we can but we got to do this right and we got to be able to make sure everybody's healthy and safe mason's nodding his head over there i agree to a part of it but uh to me it's always midway through the day you're looking up and fans start coming in it just changes the whole entire vibe of the whole entire racetrack everyone is getting more excited you go up look at the stands people are cheering going to get session stand getting food just hanging out having a good time trying to sit there and watch us and just the whole entire vibe. I, I raced Hickory this past weekend, and throughout the whole entire day, there no one showed up, and it's yeah. just it, it's weird. It's, it, it is something that we are not used to. As we I've been racing since I was four, and every single time you look up in the stands, there's people, and now you're not. It's like we're just sitting here enjoying it for ourselves. I was going to share it. I was going to mention that though that you actually had already had a little taste of that because of the double you ran at Hickory over the weekend, which oh by the way he won one of those two races. Yes. So there, there there's yeah. cause for celebration. That was a very weird celebration, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it's good practice for this weekend, hopefully. Um, but it is definitely weird, definitely celebrating and looking at the stands and, like, no one saw that. So what do I need to do now? You just kind of brush it off, like, okay, and go talk to this on guy. On to the next one. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw it on the stream if it makes you feel uh, better. Even better. <laughs> so you have Repco support from I the internet. I was scared because he came over for a, you know, victory talk or on the microphone, and I was like, I'm not talking to anyone because I know no one in the pits is listening right now. Um, I forgot it was live streams via SP51, so uh, it definitely made it worth a little bit of a 
a little bit worth it. I wish the radio audience, when when Mason made the comment about hopefully it's a tune-up for this weekend, I wish the radio audience could have seen the look that Repco gave him. <laughs> we should have brought boxing gloves <laughs> today. Kind of just turned like, I'm ready. what? <laughs> I'm ready. You guys what? can just one-two this weekend, okay? Just make sure they both come back in one piece. That's, that's all I, we ask. I was, Don't break your teammate. Yeah, I, I was saying that about the three Penske cars at the front of Martinsville last night before uh, Truex said pass you very much and left. There was that. Yeah, Truex definitely. Martin did a good job. He had him covered. I mean, it's like I was saying earlier, not all races are going to be last minute to the finish line, you know. Uh Um, And and Martin definitely, once he got out in the lead, it was pretty obvious. (laughs) He's going to beat him unless traffic somehow screwed him up. That race took a lot of turns. I thought for sure at first Logano had him and then Johnson had him and then I don't know where Martin came from because he was way in the they back. They cut that fender off and boom, there <laughs> went he went. It's amazing. Everybody's going to be cutting uh, fenders off the short tracks now. Yep. Yeah, th- th- there was the other thing that made my eyes kind of bug out of my head for a second. The Sawzall made a reappearance this yeah. weekend. Yeah, well, it just goes to show that uh, teams are going to keep it in the toolbox till the, they die. I, the, I figured Cole Pern took that to Canada with him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he I, I was going to say, it's either he took it to Canada with him and left James Small or gave it to James and said, here, try this when you need it. Yeah, pull Which, this out of the secret arsenal. Yeah. To, but, by the way, for, for the record, uh-huh. watermelon season, watermelons are available year-round. Watermelon season in Georgia goes from June to September. Texas goes from May to November, California, July and November, and it says nothing here about Florida. Huh. Well, that's so a disappointment. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. So so there you go. You got every answer but the one you wanted. Well, if okay. Georgia's in June, it's got to be close in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure Ross will have some mel- watermelons from somewhere. Yes. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm about to sit back and uh, maybe during one of the breaks uh, see if I can't rifle off that question to Ross and get an answer. I'm sure, I'm <laughs> I'm sure, sure he I'm, knows. He better. I was, was going to say, I'm sure if I'm asking him about watermelons and not the race car, I might be liable to get a response. <laughs> yeah, tell him our radio audience is dying to know. We have a worldwide audience that's hanging on the ba- in the balance for that question. Something the like that. that question. Anyhow, um, everybody's thoughts on the night on the night race at Martinsville real quick. I know we've only got a couple minutes left in this particular segment, but initial thoughts on, on night racing at Martinsville. I more, loved it. More, please. Next. I, I liked it. It was a back in 2017 late Mostock race. We did it when, when we first started with lights, but um, I thought it was amazing. Definitely changes the track for yeah, the does. whole entire group. Yeah, I mean, the track handles nothing like it does during the day. It's a heck of a lot slicker at night, so it makes it a lot more challenging. I'm I'm going to go to one of the guest callers that was on uh, Morning Drive this morning. I was listening on my way into work during one of their call-in segments, and uh, somebody said just the visuals of night racing and how it makes the cars pop. You you see the, sparks, the sparks when you get somebody and, in yeah. the wall. That just break, visually, it is so much fun to watch night racing, and we've never had that experience at Martinsville. It. To me, it had that same kind of special feeling as the Bristol Night Race used to. More like short tracks. And yep. there was the uh, light show for the winter. That the was pretty snow. cool. Oh, oh, that <laughs> totally threw me yeah. off, but I was like, okay, this is neat. More of the, but yeah, it proves more we need more Wednesday weeknight shows. Yes. It doesn't matter what yes. series. One of the top four series every week should be racing on a Wednesday. Yes. I, I could get behind this. I, I could totally get behind this. See, Maybe we, a shorter distance, though. We, we have good our... ideas. We have great see, ideas. I'd like to see like a 250 or a 300 at Martinsville. 
Yeah, Ooh. but 500 on a Wednesday night. That's it's a little long. It definitely is a little long. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday night needs to be a little bit shorter yeah. laps. Yeah. No, yep. I, I, I was surprised when that when they di- had to do Martinsville on Wednesday. They kept it at a fi- as a 500 lap race because it did. It felt long. I think. Well, not just because of the lack of crush panels, but I think in general some of the guys you saw be really tired, like an Austin Dillon or you know even. Um, I, th- I guess Newman was Atlanta, but yeah. you know, it was a lot on the drivers. Austin we can had talk a special yeah. circumstance. Yes, he did. We can talk more about some of that on the other side of a break, but we do have to step aside again briefly. More Motorsports Madness coming up in just a couple of minutes if Nick lets us back on the air. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. And we're back on Motorsports Bandits, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Ryan Repko's in the middle, Mason Diaz is over on the left, and Nick Moncher is uh, 
maintaining the party somehow. I've still yet to. He's been here long enough that I've yet. I, I, I've tried to figure out how he manages to deal with us every time he's here, and I've just stopped trying to figure it out. Well, you haven't come in in like three months, Jacob, so it's been pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, just it's just Ouch. been Tom. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I did, I did text you like a month ago and be like, please come back. Like, just we need somebody else to pick on. He's not lying. He did actually, he did actually say please. <laughs> Are you surprised by that? He's surprising. a polite guy. <laughs> anyway. We'll continue on now. We were yes, talking, <laughs> yeah. We we were talking in our last segment about many various things, including night racing at Martinsville. And uh, this is how bad my short-term memory's been today. I don't remember whether it was Repco or Mason that just made the comment, um, one of the comments that I'm going to build off of here. But how quickly things changed over the course of that. I guess it was you, Mason. I that, believe so. Um, but. Shoot, have we ever seen a 60 laps, Tom, where the powerhouse drivers and both drivers on the front row went dropped anchor so fast that they were a lap down by the competition yellow? <laughs> that blew my mind. Yeah, I, and then I Blaney came back to second. I know. It was really, I mean, it was almost like something you sort of stage. <laughs> like, we're yeah. all going to disappear, and then, you know, in the next act, we'll come back to the front. You know, that's kind of... The, the way it, it felt. But um, Blaney, actually, I thought at that moment when he was up front, I thought had a car that was, you know, really capable of winning. But, um, of course, as we figured out, there was one car faster than all three of the Penske cars. So, uh-huh. um, but that Hashtag was definitely, Toyota. yeah, that was a good run for Ryan, though. And I think that team needed that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, they've not won yet, but I think they needed to stop the bleeding, so to speak. And that was a, that was a really good way to do that. Speaking of hashtag Team Toyota, I have also hashtag breaking news. Uh-oh. It involves a Toyota driver. Oh. We have a random draw result. Okay. Dennis is on the pole for Homestead. Hmm. Really? Interesting. Okay. I mean, I get, it, that's kind of one, like, that to me is not really news because it's, it's a lottery. If it was a 20-lap race or a 50-lap race, that would be news. But it's really not news. But <laughs> but good for him. He starts up front. At least, and look. I he mean, starts always... up front, which is where he w- which is not where he was last night. No. At all. Not he, at all. Um, yeah. Uh, so other than Martin Truex, uh, hello, Toyota, where were you? Easy. Yeah. Um, I, I, no, there were no Toyota. This is a statement of fact. There yeah, were no Toyotas better than 19th. Other than it, it was a rough night. For Kyle Busch had a miserable night. Um, he was pinned a lap down and could never get it back. Yeah, he he just had a miserable night. And then, um, you know, Eric Jones didn't run very well, and really neither did Bell. I mean, just none of them mm-hmm. ever really got going. Which I was a little surprised, honestly, with Truex because of the fact that none of the other Toyotas were running so well. It was just interesting to see him just come to the front and basically blow everybody away at the end. I uh, that It was like that one random out of the bunch that just hit the setup right, you know? Yeah, which I, I guess really is part of what you have to do right now with mm-hmm. no practice, no qualifying. There is no time to figure it out. You roll off the trailer and you go, and this is proving, you know, whose notes really have put themselves in the right spot. But on that one, though, I feel like with the rolling off the trailer, it's all about who hits it properly. And I don't think right. that, and to start the, start the race off, Logano's team, Joe Logano's team, was fast. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think majority of the cars became a lap down, because he was so much faster than the field compared to the, 
the people that obviously missed the setup. He had crazy short run that. speed. He, yeah, did. he did. He did. And I think with no rubber on the track, that just played right into their setup. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And the longer that last, the longer the last couple runs ran on, the better Truex's car got, especially in that last stage. I mean, we saw him once he finally got to the lead. That was it. And I think we only had what one caution after that, maybe. Yeah, one ca- one caution after that for the spinning Quinn Half. I did just look that up. Yeah. So. Anyhow, thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. I didn't pick Truex, so that didn't help me for this race at all. I, I, I'm already thinking ahead to fantasy, which is at the end of the show, but Randy showed me the numbers at the other. I was close. Goal. You were I close. I had a shot at it. I thought for a while Chase was going to get up there, but, I mean, he finished up. He finished well, but I just thought he was going to run for the win, and he just never really nope. got there. Nope, he did not. It's uh, But it was good to see Jimmy Johnson run well. That... It was, and count me among the folks that at about lap 260 was going, please. They got this covered. Please? Can it happen? Yeah, I think Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Almost, yeah. Well, they, they made one adjustment after that second stage and could never get, the mag- get, never get that lightning in a bottle back. It was almost like they fell off the cliff. It was that drastic. Like as, they went from yeah, as Jimmy said, they, f- didn't, they didn't keep up with the track, and in a 500-lap yeah. race, you can't make that mistake. Yeah, it's it was, but I, it was progress. It was, yeah. Overall, I th- I mean, I thought for the most part he ran a strong race, and again, it's I think him and Cliff Daniels are still learning. You know, they're still kind of getting used to each other, and then we have this whole new not new dynamic of no practice, no qualifying, and when you're not, you know, if if mm-hmm. if it was Jimmy and Chad, and you've done it for ten years, then you pretty much know what you're doing. But I think that those two are still kind of getting there um so to I'm, an extent but i think we forget that cliff w- was an engineer on the 48 car for many of the chad years too yeah but that's just different though from being a crew chief i mean it's different when it's your call Valid. you know and Valid. I'll give you so that. you know it's because again sometimes you sometimes you go for it and sometimes you don't you know and and it's all it's all different from crew chief to crew chief so i think mm-hmm. i think they're and I and I do think Jimmy will get a win. I think he'll get in the playoffs. Um, and I mean, if he can, if they can find just a little more from week to week, I think he I think he could he he can make a deep run. Mm-hmm. I agree with that definitely. Just based off the start of the season with close. him with him being running up front for the first time in, in quite yep. a while, and it's consistently been up front throughout the season. They're just missing that last little bit to finish the race. Yeah, they haven't put the whole entire picture together yet. It's coming. I, I feel like it's coming, and, and you know, seeing them be able to jump up front and stay there for a little while, I think, is that next step closer. It's not all the pieces, but that's one more piece of the puzzle that, yep. that wasn't there before. I want to turn back to, to Mason and Ryan now for a little bit, because, Mason, you've you've at least had a little bit with, with your late model, but, Ryan, you've pretty much been, been stuck. I'm trying... When's the last time you were in a race car prior to what's going to happen this weekend? Uh, that would be back in in February, Daytona, for the Daytona Arc opener. You haven't been in a race car since that. How weird has that been for somebody who I've you know Tom and I have known you since a while, a while. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, go with, we'll go with a while. Um, and I don't think you've ever slowed down this long. Um. Yeah, probably not for something like this for sure. But um, I gotta be honest. Like a few days ago, we did test at Southern National Motorsport Park, so that that counts. But okay. my last race was Daytona. Yeah. But um, you know, the test went well, got the rust knocked off, and um, picked up some speed there at the end. So I mean, 
I picked right back up on it, but during the whole um, quarantine deal, it's been weird not being able to race or go to the track and um, uh, passed a lot of time with iRacing. But I mean, you know, it, it's it's not the same. Like I'm ready to get back to doing what I love and being around people and getting to race. Okay, so speaking of the iRacing bit, I know most of you Toyota contingent was on there and being very competitive with one another. So uh, were you in the top part of the class, Repco, or did you get schooled a few times? Um, what are you referring to? I don't know. Just the fact that I saw most of the most of you Toyota people on iRacing at some point. D- um, did you? Did any of y'all race together? And if so, did you beat up on the rest of them or not? Um, to be completely honest, so the only time I can really think of the time of a time that I was in with another Toyota driver was I did join a dirt race, and Dayson Persley was in there, and Jesse Love, and they killed me oh because boy. I'm not I'm not a dirt guy <laughs> no. by any means. But, um, you know, part of that had to do with the fact that I kept getting wrecked. But, I mean, that, you know. It is, <laughs> Excuses, it was, right? It was just a hosted race. I mean, you know, Fair it enough. is what it is. Kept, I, kept getting sliders and then get flipped into the fence. And then, you know, you can only take that so many times. Yeah. I think you're talking about the Grand Tour series, that, Jacob. You're right. Yep. That's what I was and thinking There's a few of us in there. Okay. But uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't every Toyota guy. Oh, but okay. uh, it was def- that, that series was fun. Put on I, I would be the first to say I was not up front and I got Jesse, my, I No, got Jesse too. schooled everybody I, in that. Yep. Uh, yep. He did, for sure. He uh he that's anything uh, you know the Grand Turismo thing surprised me a little just cuz that isn't his forte usually. Mm. But the dirt the, the dirt thing would be obviously. Him and Dason would be, you know, that's what they do. Um that's fun though. It's 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 cool to be able to to at least have that to keep your mind sharp even if you're not it's not so much a physical thing as a mental thing, and um, and it doesn't matter if it's exactly the same, right? You're, it's still the, the the process of running a race and managing equipment and whatever is still there. Yeah, I mean, you, it's I mainly mean, just the visuals of seeing yeah. like how fast the car goes down the straightaway, and I mean, the physics as far as that are fairly realistic. It's just setup stuff and tire wear that kind of aren't as quite as up to par to what real life is. You played a lot of basketball. Oh, please, let's not yeah. talk about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, come no. on. This could be fun. No, where's the bell at? <laughs> it, w- it was over there. I think I took it from you for this reason. Oh, did Mason Did Mason take the bell now? Oh, no, boy. I'm good. I did not. No, the bell is gone from the studio, I think. Oh, yeah, they think, took away our yeah, fun. Took away the bell. Oh, ah, there it is. No, we found okay. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, so so Monster says we're not talking about basketball. Oh, I mean, if Repco wants to talk about it, he can talk about it. But I, Mason gets to roast him. That's only not, fair. Well, I, that's I, why if, I brought it up. I was gonna say, if Mason's roasting him, we've only got about 30 seconds in this segment. Well, all you need to know is that before the coronavirus, we used to have our weekly basketball games at the Toyota Performance Center, and I was by far the best player that was on the court, <laughs> and I scored more points than anybody. And, and that's a lie. Every game. Yeah, that is a lie. I suck. You couldn't even do that with a straight face on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the photos yeah, from the photo shoot. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it. the ball hit him in the face more in the hoop. I've oh. got a picture of me bleeding all over the court. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think we want to see I was that. Say, I, I wasn't there enough to, to, to really see the full picture. It's but, violent. Um, Great. We have to go to big a break down, don't we? Big heart. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Before we get in trouble, we're going to do some business. We'll have more Motorsports Madness coming up right after this.
Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Ryan Repco, Mason Diaz, and some Nick Moncher guy over there punching buttons, who I really should probably stay nice to, because otherwise he can shut us down. I will shut you down, and this will become the Tom Baker show. He'll he'll shut you off, and I'll have to finish Hang, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You're advocating for something worse than entertainment value? Because wow. Ju- wow. Get up, Tom. You're not hurt. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying Tom by himself versus me being able to make fun of Tom. Well, fine. It's be the Repco show then. <laughs> there we go. That's got like a TV ring to it, you know, like a daytime sitcom th- type thing. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Repco. The Ryan Repco show. Take yeah. on with it then. Come yeah. on with it. 
It does have We could have Ryan interview Mason for the next hour. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We may plug that in later. We'll do well, a segment with Ryan interviewing Mason. Oh, boy. Uh, what, what, what? I've unleashed Pandora's box. That's terrifying. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, this is why it's called Motorsports Madness, because we get really crazy sometimes. Anyhow, back to talking about real racing for a little bit. Um, we are now trying to do quick math in my head 11 races into the cup season that would be 11. correct sir i can count 11 and i'm curious well i, I want to go one series at a time and i'm sure i'll get a text from randy miller in a few minutes going you did it when i wasn't here but it's okay if randy wants to, if randy wants to text me thoughts on this particular topic then so be it um takeaways now that we actually have enough of a sample size on we'll start with the cup series but i'm going to do it with all three Takeaways. Takeaways. As in? Yeah. Takeaways, as in thoughts. Who do you think is strong? Who's not? Oh, where do you see this like going? Eleven okay. races in. Um. I, first off, I think the racing's been way better than I expected since we came back um, from from the shutdown. I think that the level of energy on the track has been fantastic. Um, I'm impressed with how NASCAR and Fox have been able to present the racing and made it um, fun to watch. And, and the drivers and teams have done a great job. Um, I think right now, from what I'm seeing, for the most part, I think it's been a Ford uh, Ford season since we came back. I know Truex just beat all the Fords. But, yeah. but, I mean, for the most part, I think you're seeing the Fords pretty much dominate. Now, with that being said, it isn't like the Chevys or the Toyotas haven't been there, but the Fords are the ones finishing the races for the most part. I, I think it'll be interesting to see as we get into the summer here and kind of get off this merry-go-round that we're on and get back to Sunday-Sunday racing for a while, um, how that changes the the performance of the teams from one week to the next because it like i said just seems like for whatever reason that the fords have have uh they've just done the best job coming back out of the gate i was gonna say, do you think that has anything to do with the fact it's been such quick turnarounds for the last month i don't know i mean it's hard to know what to attribute it to but uh it certainly has been fun to watch those guys um I, uh, in the Cup Series, I think uh, I think the Fords are here to stay, but I do think, especially the Hendrick group, and I want to give a shout-out to RCR's two cars, too, because I think those guys, um, for the most part, have done a really nice job since we came back. And also, John Hunter Nemechek in the front row car, I think, has been just... Back, back you know, up a minute, because it wasn't just John Hunter that had a good run Wednesday night, by well, the way. Can we give a right, call to Michael, Michael McDowell, McDowell, please? Michael too, the other night, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's good to see that there again. That's what's fun is when you, I think with this no practice, no qualifying, you see those little, you know, young, Creates these smaller more teams. Equal. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. You see people up front that you wouldn't normally yep. see, just like Suarez on the pole, which I love for Suarez to get the pole. But now, right now, with all this, he's now being able to be up front and to give in to start. Right. All right. So I want to turn to the drivers now, since Tom mentioned the no practice, no qualifying thing. I know you guys haven't really experienced it firsthand, but just from watching on and seeing what it's done for the National Series, are either or both of you a fan of the no practice, no qualifying stick? I am a fan since I'm not a part of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> judging for me, most I don't want to do most, it, but I enjoy watching I, it. I would do it in a heartbeat, but oh. since I have not been to the tracks I'm going to, I feel like I need practice. Since majority of the cup drivers have all gone through the lower series, they have all seen the tracks before so uh, the truck truck series gets a little difficult because they don't practice either mm -hmm. and a lot of a lot of rookies are in there 
But the Cup teams and Xfinity teams, they've all been in these tracks, and they all have practice laps in some sort of car. And for us, going to like the Toledo, I've never been to. I've seen in videos, and I can watch as many as I can, but it's nothing like real life being on the racetrack. And first, first lap, green flag, might be starting the pole, might not be, and here we go. You know, it's just thrown mm. at you. But I am a fan of it. I mean, I might be able to give you a little bit better idea after this weekend because we only have an hour of practice, which is pretty short. That 45, 45 minutes. That was going to be my shorter. next question was I hadn't seen an event schedule for this weekend, and I was going to ask you. We have you a guys. real race event this weekend. We do. Full out. Practice and qualifying. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a challenge just because I've never even seen the racetrack, and I'm going to have to learn as much as I can just by picking different drivers' brains and, you know, watching film like Mason said. But, um. Yeah, do everything you can to prepare, and I, I feel like it'll go well. I'm in great equipment, so, I mean, can't ask for a better opportunity. Toledo wasn't on your initial schedule, was it, Repco? No, not originally, but we were able to work that out. So I'm very excited about it because short tracks are kind of my specialty, mm-hmm. being from late-mile stocks and that world, so I'm excited to be able to get some uh, short tracks on the schedule. That, this is one of those where, I mean, for, for ARCA's comeback, whether it's an East race or a national race, I know this race is an East race after being a national race for the last few years, you know, a lot of years. A lot of years, yeah. A lot of years. But it makes sense for ARCA, from a sanctioning standpoint, to restart at Toledo because it's home. It is it is home to what was always ARCA. I mean, Ron Drager actually still owns a track. He's you know, was the previous owner of ARCA before NASCAR bought him out, and, you know, it's... It's a place that they can control, and that was the biggest thing that they were looking for. Somewhere that they can control, they can go in, especially if we couldn't go to a track with NASCAR right off the bat, mm-hmm. you know, where they had that infrastructure there. So, um, you know, that's why they, you see Talladega is the first national race. They wanted us to go somewhere. They didn't want us to go to, like, an Elko, for say, right. you know, instance. Right. They wanted us to go to Talladega or Kansas or something like that. So um, they feel like they can really control it, and, and a big thing for them was practice at least practice. You know, they would like qualifying. There'll be several races we end up going to that we don't have qualifying, mm-hmm. but they wanted some sort of semblance of practice for, you know, just like Mason and, and Ryan said, I've never seen this track before. Right. So, you know, some of these teams have never even seen the track. And, you know, obviously in the ARCA series, we don't have engineering and, and all this stuff like the cup guys do. So we can't just type it into our little computer and push reboot and go at it. So, we, you know, we'll have 45 minutes this weekend and we'll have some semblance of practice going forward at all the races, hopefully. I know... It's. I, I know if he were sitting here, Billy might have a, a slightly better answer, but you've been around the Venturini bunch long enough that I think you can stand in pretty nicely on this one. The fact that a lot of the, e, you know, what were the East teams before it became ARCA East have maybe not been to Toledo, seen Toledo. Does that give Venturini an edge from the standpoint of you guys at least know what to expect having raced so many of the national races there? Yeah, I think that that's always going to be a big, you know, help for us no matter where we go, but especially Toledo, you know, they've won there several times. Uh, they've been racing there forever. You know, Billy's raced there. I, I think even Big Bill ran there back in the day. Um, so, you know, we, we have a little bit of leg up there, but there's a lot of guys that we're racing that whose teams have been there, like yeah. Ty Gibbs, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing has been there numerous times, and, mm-hmm. and Ty's been there. And then the same thing with GMS Racing. They've been there. Sam Mayer's been there. I mean, so those of you, your top runner type guys along with us, I think we'll have definitely a head start. But with 45 minutes of practice, that's going to be a little bit of an equalizer. Was that the rain-shortened race last year? There's been several rain-shortened <laughs> races yeah, at Toledo. I think there were more than one. Uh, there's been torrential 
torrential hurricane downpours at Toledo, and then just the sun comes out, and it'll be 9 million degrees and humid before. So there's been a lot of weird things at Toledo. Uh, Toledo's my favorite, one of my favorite tracks because it's my home track, and uh, you know I've been really close, so one of you two better win this weekend. Just you know, No pressure. No pressure or anything. No pressure. Yeah. Been really close. Had it taken away from me a couple times. Uh, actually, we gave one to, to Venerini back in 2015, so I always like to joke Ooh. that that banner on the wall, you know, point to it and be like, that's really mine, but you, know, you, you can have it. We'll get one eventually, so it'll be fun. We're excited. Get a real one. Yeah, now I love Toledo personally. It's it's a race I've been there a couple times for some open wheel racing over the years, but you know, for me, I've watched enough video from Glass City 200s in the past to know the kind of, of stock car racing it puts on there, Tom. And there's mm-hmm. very few there's very few tracks that I you know from a fan standpoint I I just value for the the beaten and banging and true short track style. But Toledo's one of those that I feel like puts that on. Well. And I've seen, uh, I've never seen the ARCA cars in person at Toledo. I've seen late models in person there. I've spotted late model races there a couple times. And I've seen super modifieds at Toledo as well. Um, and anything puts on a good show at Toledo. It's just one of those uh-huh. tracks. The layout makes it a challenge and it makes the racing good. Um, but it can be a very volatile racetrack too, uh, you know, if, if you're not uh, careful. So Pay attention, um, boys. Yeah. I mean, it's a real... I think it's just one of those tracks that's made for the kind of racing that you see in an ARCA short track race. So um should be a fun weekend. It's good that the weather's going to be good for you guys because that's... Don't jinx us, Tom. Well, yeah. it's, Knock you, on wood. It's what you said earlier, right? <laughs> no, sunny yeah, it's and, supposed to be sunny and 68, yeah. 70 degrees and... And it'll be it'll be live on NBC Track Pass on the internet or on the app, Very and nice. it's actually free this weekend. Sweet. So everybody should you know be able to tune in around six o'clock Eastern. As Casey LaJoy would say, free ninety nine is the best ninety nine. Absolutely, no better. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. Indeed. All right. What's next? Gosh, it fe- well, it, I was just sitting here soaking in for a second that it feels like you know race season's totally back in session because we have yeah. we've got ARCA back. We've got you know we've had all three national series. IndyCar restarted their season at Texas uh, uh, you know a week ago now. You and I are going to Indianapolis Raceway Park next we week. We are. We are non wing sprint cars for the Indy Summer Nationals, which will be broadcast as announced earlier today, live on uh, Must See Racing TV, part of the Speed Sport Network. Shameless plug. And Super Modifieds as well in the Midwest Compact mm-hmm. Touring Series, which has an entry list of 54 cars. <laughs> Good. I That's insane. Seen it 54 yet. cars. Wow. They're two features, both A mains. So they're going to take the fastest, they're going to divide the field in half after qualifying, take the fastest half and run them in a feature, and the slowest half and run them in a feature and pay them both exactly the same purse. That's awesome. Which is great, because it gives everybody a chance to run for a good purse. I've known Andy Jack, the promoter of the Midwest Compacts, for a few years now, because we've worked with him on several must-see racing shows, and I've never seen it. That's, That's impressive. Yep. That's impressive. 54 cars, I think, already in the Midwest and over 30 of the sprint cars. And I think we're working on about 22 supers. And we're guaranteed uh, that our promoter, Mike Moore, has guaranteed we'll start up to 40 non-wing sprint cars. Yes. Yep. He is not sending anybody home. Well, there's not a guarantee that we may not still end up with more than 40. Well... (laughs) I'm just, he's intending not to send yes. anybody the, home. Yes, the intent is not to right. send anybody home, but yeah. I, I I, will be the first to say if we cross that threshold, not exactly going to complain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take no, what I can get. Good stuff. I mean, it's all really, that show is really 
built pretty big over the last few weeks, so it's going to be fun to be Definitely a part of Definitely with the shutdown. Everyone, racetracks are open up. People yep. are Everybody going. Everybody yeah. wants to go Everyone's racing. going to racetracks right now. And half grandstand, so 5,000 tickets being sold out of 10. Really? I was, I yeah. was going to say, I... I one time LOR's capacity was like 7,200 or something like that. So 10,000. So they're selling 5,000 tickets. I'll take they're saying the same I'll thing for it. the ARCA race in yeah. July 3rd. 50% capacity. Yep, 50%. They, I, and after that, it fully opens up for, uh, you know, I think, from July 4th and beyond. IMS just play, played it safe for their weekend. And, and Well, you they're know, in the one county that's not going to be open. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. It's not, they didn't do that because they wanted yeah, to. That's the actually, county. Yeah. yeah, They're the one county in the entire state. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's okay. Since since Indiana's at least at fifty percent capacity now, um, as you mentioned, we're going to be up there next weekend for the Indy Summer Nationals. I actually get to go up a, a day early and take in some Indiana Midget Week action. Woo. Should be fun. Kyle Larson's racing. That's that's always fun. He's kind of on a roll right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk more about that in the second half of the show, among various other topics. I do want to talk about IndyCar since they've restarted. But Nick's uh, Nick's waving at me like we have to take a break because well, we have to take a break. Do. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with more motorsports madness in a minute. Don't go nowhere. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. 
Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerGuru.edu, training for a better life. Tom was just squinting at his computer. Well, what did you see? No, I was looking at the lineup for the cup race, and at oh. first I thought it's that they listed the 42 as Mark Kenseth, but I <laughs> looked closer, it was Matt. That's why I had to look twice. I'm like, wait a minute. No, they didn't do that. I, I wasn't going to start there, but you had, the, you had this puzzled look on your face, and I couldn't help but react <laughs> well, to it. I just had to make sure because I was going to call that out if they had. But Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, hey, at least quick. NASCAR's got that part right. By the Any- way, Suarez started on the pole last week, the other day. No. D- uh, Daniel can't start on the pole because that's an open car. Oh, that's right. He's starting in Atlanta. This week is starting like 37. Yeah. No. So the, and the reason that is, and it's something that Bob Pockris and I have both fussed about on Twitter and we've not gotten a straight answer from NASCAR yet, but it is why the charter cars can't draw with the brackets that they are, the 12s that they are in owner points. You know, why is, uh, and I don't have it in front of me exactly where the 96 is in owner points, but why can't they draw with their with their bracket in owner points? Why are they forced to start okay, that's, 37th every week? I knew there week? was something that, that yeah. and I couldn't remember just exactly be, Just what because the they don't was. have a charter. That bo- that bothers me, and I've not gotten anybody to be able to give me a, a straight answer on that yet. But unfortunately, uh, that is kind of the case where we're at. So. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate for I Daniel. Feel bad for him. Yeah, no, because it, you basically start off in a hole and then you end up only being able to get to 27th or whatever six laps down, like he did on Wednesday night. And yeah. you know, I hate that because I feel like if Daniel could ever start a little closer to the front, he might be able to maintain. Chris Bell's starting 36th, by the Ooh. way. Yeah, he's he's got a long way to go. He did not win the lottery no. this week. And uh, Timmy Hill dead last. For yeah, the lowest chart, the lowest charter car, or lowest. Sorry. The lowest non-charter car in owner points starts last among the 37th to 40th. So it's we, only, we start 40, and there's 38 cars starting. Um, I mean, there's some, open, somebody withdrew. B.J. McLeod, I think, withdrew, and the 7 withdrew. Sorensen. Okay. So uh, we're down to 38 for Homestead on Sunday. Yep. It's a very unlucky draw for Hill. You have an open car on the pole and an open car on dead last. Did not go in his favor. Yeah, it's... Uh, Hamlin, Logano, then Keselowski, Kyle Bush, Elliott, Truex, and Harvick Bowman, your top eight. And, and Jimmy Johnson's Jimmy now, Johnson I was going to say, Bush. Jimmy's now in the top 12. We'll be back after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees 
How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Ryan Repco, Mason Diaz, Nick Moncher is producing, and this is the start of the second half of our show. And because I can, and we have a couple of minutes, I'm going to have uh, Mason and Ryan play, uh, play story time here for the heck of it. Most entertaining story that you have from the pandemic. Either one of you can start. Whichever whichever one comes up with something first. I want something that's funny slash amusing. I mean, that's pretty hard considering everything was shut down and nothing was going on and we weren't allowed to go anywhere. Oh, but see, I, 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 see, I figured you, Repco, wouldn't have let that stop you and you'd have come up with something. Well, I mean... I did at-home workouts a lot and went running a bunch and then realized that um, I was going way too hard based on my training watch and then got chewed out by our trainer. <laughs> they said interesting. <laughs> interesting, sorry. Yeah. I'm still I tried. trying to think of something. Well, I mean, I came, up with, I came up with something that happened. Uh, uh, fair enough. Right. Repco at least thought fast enough to come up with something. Yeah, I, That's I, all that happened. All the only thing I did during quarantine was work, so I, I didn't spend much free time on doing fun things your dad kept you busy oh yep you got to put signs up at the dc airport yeah that I did. Was it wasn't during quarantine though oh so i really can't Aww. talk about that one um we can still talk about it i'm gonna say that's something it, we used to do night work up at dulles so i'm always up in bucket trucks and stuff measuring signs replacing oh, signs wow. um it's always fun shutting down roads and get them a box truck and Working at night. Adults. See, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do the bucket truck thing because I'm not a heights guy. So, neither I could do it in a bucket truck. Tried to get him to scrub the top of the semi yesterday. Wouldn't do it. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't do that. I said he was going I mean, to they, they get dirty. It's work. 
<laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Repco. Well, I'm not against work. It's just I don't like heights Ooh. where I could possibly fall uh, off and well just maybe don't stand the yeah, see, or be paralyzed. I wouldn't or, get up you know, on a ladder, but I would get in the bucket truck. I don't ride roller coasters either. You really? Don't? No. See, well, I guess we're not going to Cedar Point this weekend. I was going to say I <laughs> keep, go? tr- keep trying to find somebody to go here. I already told me. you I would go with you, Tom. We need to do that. We need to make plans and do that because I, I haven't ridden a roller coaster in probably 20 years. It's got to reopen first. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. It does. Okay, yeah, that's right. That may not happen until, well, ever <laughs> at the rate uh, North Carolina's governor is going, but not we going digress. there. Yeah. yeah. We need, we're going to digress to a break and we'll be back with more Motorsports Madness in a minute, hopefully. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute, in-your-car, instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll tell you about them in a few minutes. Right now, however, uh, Tom brought up the uh, Tom brought up our uh, Governor Roy Cooper, and I suppose since he did that at the end of our last segment, that allows us to get to the other hot topic of the week, and that is the court uh, the court ruling that came down earlier today, where the uh, Department of Health and Human Services won, for lack of a better term, and Ace Speedway is now shut down, at least for this week. Well, it's shut down until uh, further notice. Until basically. they come up with a plan that the state approves. Which, there is no—this is going to be a contentious situation, because right now, Cooper's still got us— um, any you know outdoor gathering, no more than 25 people— Unless you are protesting and burning things. So um, then you can have 10,000. But other than that, nothing over 25. So that's there's no way a racetrack can, can do anything with 25 people. I mean, it's, it's just not practical. Um, and so there's, there's going to be a legal challenge, I believe. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of a, unfortunate because this is a racing state. And mm. really... By the numbers, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to. I mean, and, and it. I think what people are frustrated with is that it's just hypocritical. I mean, just common sense and logic says if I can put 2,000 people here and not take temperatures or do anything like that, I can put 2,000 people over there and not take temperatures or do anything like that. You know, the the virus is not going to differentiate between the two. So the danger factor is the same. And so if if... You know, if they can do this over here, why can't we do this over here? You know, and we're being peaceful and enjoying a good race and and, and it's a business. You know, it's mm-hmm. not we're not destroying a business. We're actually, you know, what's interesting. One. I was say, what's interesting is there's a lot of tracks uh, in other states that have been able to operate so, um, re- partially on the basis of the fact that they've instituted a waiver that people sign when they come to the racetrack, acknowledging the risks of, you know, gatherings that could lead to the virus and you right. assume that risk when you show up at the event well and and you know that's the thing and, and it's like obviously i'm being a, a little bit facetious but it is just a matter of i think people saying that you know cooper is is sort of allowing one thing that's that's you know that he wants and then not allowing the other thing and and yes a speedway defied him three times but they did it with the support of the county sheriff who is still supporting the Speedway. Um, and we need to point that out because Matt Weaver wrote an article yesterday about that. Very good article, and, mind you. Um, see, I actually I, I didn't think it was a very good article. I thought it was a very sort of condescending article. Um, and, and I think he left out some things. And, and I, I think, you know, if you haven't promoted a, a racetrack or owned a business before, I don't think you can relate to how a speedway feels and how, you know, the track owners in general feel at this point, because without fans and without revenue, they still have expenses to have the track and operate the track, but they can't hold racing because you can't pay the purse. So, you know, this is a matter of life and death for these racetracks in some cases, especially the short tracks. And, you know, I just feel like, uh, we're, we're not, and, and of course we're not the only state, every blue state in the country is going through this. Um, you know, the, the governors just aren't listening. They aren't paying any attention. So, you know, a speedway basically poked the bear. Um, but I felt like they did it. Um, 
you know, with with logic and reason, and they did it with the support of their local folks. So it wasn't as if they were the only ones. Um, and the county sheriff still believes that that Ace was totally right, and there've been no significant issues from it. There's there's been no major spikes, um, nothing. So, you know, it's kind of just become a. Um, you know, a battle back and forth now. And I think Cooper is flexing his muscle and um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here. But right now it's handicapping basically all racetracks in North Carolina from having fans. Um, And that's, that's too bad because that that's hurting the, the businesses. It's hurting the series too. Right. Yeah. Which I think people don't, yeah. And on all these, you know, mom and pop teams that are coming to do this, you know, they, they're struggling to do it. I think Kelly Earnhardt Miller hit it right on the head, just like you did the other day, Tom, just saying, you know, if we're going to do one, let's do the other or shut them both down. You know, just let's not play sides. Let's just pick one or the other and go on with it. You know, hopefully pick the racing side and let them get back to it. Which I agree with you guys there. But when when it's all started here, there was a proper way of doing it. And that was getting a approval based off the government, which... My father did so national. We got it approved before we went back racing, which we go racing here soon. Hickory with Kevin. Kevin Piercy has been going hard at it, and he's been approved to open up properly, which I feel like there's a proper way of doing things, and there's not a proper way of doing things. Just opening up, not following the proce- the processes, is also okay. So where the that's the issue starts. Then uh, let that brings up. So if so, your dad is able to open up with fans. Correct. Full grandstand? Or? No, this is due to the fact that we have trackside spots, which have 150 around it, which is the same thing County Line's doing around outside of the track. They can park their cars, skip a spot, and therefore they can have fans not they, the fans cannot leave their vehicles. Oh, so they yeah okay, so it's like a drive up, correct? Yeah, up on the hill kind of, correct. which I always think is it's cool at racetracks anyway. Correct. Um, okay, well that, but also your track has. Your dad's track has that advantage where not all tracks are able to offer that. So I, I, I don't know if that's the same or not. I think it's kind of an apple and an orange. And I think, again, if you can, you know, if you, the, the whole point of this is that if he was disallowing all gatherings, then that's fine if that's the, you know, how you're going to play it. But you can't say you can have unlimited over here and you don't have to take temperatures or follow guidelines or anything. You can just do your thing. Um, and then on the other side, say you guys can't, that's that, that, that defies logic, common sense and science. And so, you know, at this point, I understand what you're saying and, and, you know, yeah, ACE kind of, but again, the County was supporting it. And there's a lot of areas of the country where the governors in, in a lot of the red States are letting the local authorities kind of have more, you know, um, more of a say in the calls of things like that because they know their area better. And I, I just think Roy was just going to be, you know, he just, he just doesn't want to let go Mason, of control. Mason, I got a question. And for people who listen, don't know, realize you and your father own Southern National Motorsports Park. And so, you know, as somebody that's had to fill out a million and a half forms for us to go to Toledo and then for Talladega, just like Jacob said, you know, there's a lot of different waivers and everything yeah. we had to file. Is that something that the state has asked you guys to do when you do go back racing, even if they stay in the car, you have to fill out waivers and Stuff like that? Well, stuff like that. It, same thing that's happened to Hickory right now. Hickory, before entering the track and leaving the track, there's temperatures being taken and your name put down. And there's also precautions put around. Uh, Kevin Pierce has been working hard at Hickory to put allow fans in the stands. He's been taping off areas and allowing, trying to get the, the county and the NC Health Department to allow fans. But uh, to get into the racetrack, your temperature is taken and you have to sign the waiver, which 
has to go through your insurance to make sure that you are covered if someone were to have it and a big spike were to happen. But uh, that's the long process is trying to get through being able to have fans with your insurance allowing it. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I that, have, it's the same thing we have to do. There's three or four different waivers. I mean, we yep. have to sign a waiver just mm-hmm. for us to fly in the, the private plane on Saturday to go to Toledo. Oh, wow. And, you know, we have to wear wow. really? we have to wear masks even once we get to the airport. As soon as you get out of your car, you have to well, wear yeah, a mask that's on. Typical. And, yeah, the airports are all requiring that. I mean, yeah. that, but that's, that's from the time we arrive at Statesville Airport all the way until we get to Toledo Speedway, through Toledo Speedway, and back to our personal vehicle yeah. back in Statesville. So. You know, they've added that little caveat in there and just, just trying to protect everybody and protect themselves, really. I think, uh, yeah, because I, I have my form in, 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 the, in the office back there um, for Orange County this weekend because they're, they they're not allowing fans in it. In the last I knew, Hickory wasn't either. So not yet. That's, they're, okay. they're trying to. I was going to say, I don't think Everyone's that's going to get it. it. I don't think that's going to happen for this weekend, though. No. Um, so it's just, again, that's the background, and, and um, we'll see where it goes. But I do think... I believe you'll see a legal challenge. I'll be I'd be surprised if that didn't happen because I don't see how um ace opens otherwise to be honest and that's too bad. Yeah. You know. It, it it's unfortunate because yeah. I, it puts on good racing. It hurts I was the there. whole industry. Yeah. Cooper is killing the industry. And that's not going to work out well for him in November, I don't think, but we shall see. We shall see. Anyhow, uh, with that, we don't have enough time left in this segment to uh, really get into anything else, but uh, we do have more things to talk about. I actually want to—I actually want to use part of a segment and talk about IndyCar for a minute before we get done with this show, and I think we may just do sure. that next segment because I feel like it, and it's my show, so I can. And we can talk about Spencer Boyd's new sponsor. Oh yeah, that was a thing this week. Yeah, too, wasn't it, it? actually just at this moment. Ah, was okay. Announced. Well, we can bring that up as breaking news. Yeah. When we come back, don't go anywhere. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, 
Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. That uh, Chandler Smith still remains, to this point, the only Venturini driver not to be in this building yet. See, you guys are special. Is that, is that, is that what you see how confused they look when they're well, like, These Chandler. guys are basically like co-hosts yeah. at this point. Uh, yeah. you know? I've been here a few times. Yeah. Now. Well, but I was going to say, both you and Mason have. I, I, I think Mason, well, not to say that Repco doesn't, but this is the first time I've been in here when you've been in here, Ryan. I, I, I've been in here and seen Mason enough. I really think he's starting to enjoy every time we ask him to come in. He's good at I, it, I don't too. mind Both it. of you guys are. I, I enjoy I talking. It. Fun. Yeah. Definitely fun. Uh, but you're right about channeling. Hey, um... We we were talking about the Denny Hamlin Corey LaJoy thing. Oh, we were. We had yeah. We now, hadn't brought that up. We yet. have a little bit of uh, do your thing. Say it. Breaking news. Okay, this from NASCAR Chasm. Oh boy. I know they've been in an ongoing verbal tiff, tiff about who has the better equipment. So in an effort to broker peace, let me point out that Denny Hamlin and Corey LaJoy ran the exact same qualifying speed. I get it. I was wondering. Repco's face was really confused right there. No, I wasn't confused. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to, you had to take Bracketized. with a grain of salt yeah. with you know yeah. who the breaking news was from. Yeah, yeah. No, I looked down. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yep. Yep. My virtue of a random. Draw, I'm gonna go back to right. the Q and A that he did with the athletics Jordan Bianchi a couple of weeks ago, and much like his wife, go. Some days I wonder where he comes up with this. Stuff. <laughs> it's a dark, dark place no, that up there. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, NASCAR man. chasm and the orange cone are the best. Oh, yeah. I thought I was big time when the orange cone followed me on Twitter. <laughs> and then you remember who it is. Yeah, and then he's going to call you racist weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then, I, then I actually found out who it is, and he's pretty cool. Oh, he was great. We had now him on I know the, the show a couple cone. weeks ago, and he, was, he did the whole he – did he did three segments on the show on a bike ride. It was great. That's he, the most orange cone thing ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and he also told us, and you guys may not have known this, but do you know who everybody thought the orange cone was for a long time? No. Dale Jr. Dale Jr. Really? Really? Yep. I found out through Mason Mitchell because he knew before everybody else knew. I was one of the first three people to know who it was, and I was like, I would have never guessed it's you. I made him show me on Twitter. Like I was like, log in. I don't believe you. That's There's funny. no way it's you. That's funny. Yeah, he was great. We had a good time with him. Also, Spencer Boyd, new sponsor this weekend, Hair Club. 
That sounds like something you would yes, do. Tom's going to get a discount. Tom's going to get a discount. We've had Spencer on the show. I need to cash in and, yeah. uh, and see if he can give me a hookup here. Actually, everybody who knows me knows that I'm lying right now because I'm perfectly happy to have. Then you have to get more haircuts. A five head? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, someday it'll all be gone, and, and I'll be Todd Bodine's twin brother. <laughs> and onion, I won't care. Onion 2.0. Yeah, Onion 2.0. Perfectly happy with that. Oh, boy. I mean, you remember that Baldy Baker was one of the best supermodified drivers this ever, This is right? true, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, bring back Baldy Baker. You, I was, you and I have- Hashtag bald is beautiful. <laughs> and he wasn't bald. That was the funny part. Yeah. I don't know why they called him that. Yeah. Because probably because his real name was Roland. If I were Roland, I might want to be called Baldy, too. Int- yeah. Just thinking. You know, speaking of speaking of interesting names in racing, I, I, I'm i not going to tell the story because I want to get him on here- in a couple of weeks after Indiana Midget Week is over and have get him back on here and have him actually tell the story. But I finally found out a couple weeks ago why Zeb Wise, it, why, why he goes by Zeb. And like I said, I'm not going to spoil it because I want to get him back on the madness and have him mm. tell the story. It's going to be a whole lot funnier when Zeb tells it, but I, I, I'll leave that teaser and we'll make that it's happen after Midget Week's over. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger. I'm good at it. I'm good at cliffhangers. Now you got to deliver him, though. I, I will. Sure I will deliver him. I'm going to see him. He's running. Uh, he's running all of. At least he's supposed to be running all of Midget Week next week. So. Okay. I will, I will see him, and I will make that happen. Anyhow, uh, one thing I will not leave in a cliffhanger, because it's already happened and we can talk about it, is IndyCar. Yes. And that is something that has not been able to be talked about on this show yet, because it only happened last weekend. And the long and short of that story is there were no fans, they did have practice and qualifying, and Scott Dixon is still really, really fast. Still the man at IndyCar. And I'll tell you what, he... That was a pretty awesome performance. You you don't see that very often. You get a car like he had, you know, once every two or three years. And boy, you don't give Scott Dixon a car like that and, and expect him to do anything but go out and and just walk away. And that's what he did. Um, so good for Scott. But I'll tell you who I really, my, my checkered flag for that race would go straight to Zach Veach. That kid yes. ran like a bear the whole race and uh, had good speed. And as he talked about after the race, he used good patience. And that's something that, you know, Zach, I think last year, Zach pressed a little hard. He sometimes, you know, tried a little too hard to make things happen. And uh, it was a rough sophomore season for him. But, boy, he came out of the box strong the other day, and I think he's in for a good year. You know, I somebody asked me why I felt like Zach came out of the box strong. And as hard as this was for me to say, I honestly think there's an element of truth to it. But Zach was one of those who just his pathway to IndyCar and then ultimately getting there after having to sit out really for a, a year and change yeah, year and, and not, you know, not having the direct Indy Lights ascent, for lack of a better term, I didn't feel like he was really quote unquote ready when he got to IndyCar because he had had to sit out for so long. I feel like it took him most of the last two years that he spent in, you know, with the Andretti Autosport in in the IndyCar series to really get his feet back underneath him. And now we're seeing that in year three. He's finally showing 
think the potential that you and I, Tom, always knew he had, but he had to build back up to it. You can't just, especially in that world, you can't just sit out for a year and a half and come back in and expect to be right at the premier level with everybody else. Well, that's true. And and it takes, you know, Zach is still young. He's still early 20s. And and he's a driver who, when he was in Indy Lights, I mean, his first year of Indy Lights, he was like 102 pounds. You know, he, he was a pipsqueak. And so he's worked a lot on his fitness and physique and and, and uh, uh, pit fit out there has really, um, really made a difference. Now he, you know, is a rock climber or, you know, mountain climber and does a lot of that. Um, he's just in a different place now. I think you're right. I think he needed a couple of years to really figure the big cars out. And, you know, he uh, he did a good job. And, and I'll tell you, the other one was Oliver Askew. Um, yeah. First time in any car. Yeah. I think he was ninth. Askew was good. Good job. That was uh, that was a fun race to watch and uh, looking forward to the season. I had two takeaways from that race actually. The have at the, it. They used the cockpit first time in a night race. That, yes, that's right. The canopy, the, the air screen, yeah. the air screen, yeah. and they were they were really worried about it leading up because they hadn't yeah. done any night testing. They didn't know how the lights were going to affect it. They didn't know how anything was going to affect it. And I think it worked really worked well. Really well. Did Same what too. it was. And yeah. did we see Victory Lane? How they did it. Yes. They let the crews all go in, you know, the, all the essential pit crew and for the team. They just had to all stand six feet apart, but they all got to be part of that celebration. Thank I think you. that's one thing that I hope NASCAR does take away from Fit, it is yes. let those surprised they haven't few guys go in there and wear their masks and stand yeah. apart because, you know, they you could tell they were all really excited to be there. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yep. and, and I loved Eddie Gossage, too, because Eddie couldn't stand right next to Scott like he normally did, so he had a six-foot arrow sign that pointed to it, and it said, winner! <laughs> the most Eddie Gossage thing you <laughs> that, could expect yeah, to see is, all that night. Is, that was the most Eddie Gossage thing ever, and I, I thought it was great. I really did. But, no, I mean, really, I think that my takeaway from it was veterans dominated, like I said, going into that race was going to happen. I actually said Scott Dixon was going to win. Yep. Go yep. taking. Somebody pat him on the back. Hurry up. (laughs) But Chip Ganassi versus... (laughs) No, not not on camera. (laughs) Yeah, not on camera. Um, Chip Ganassi versus Roger Penske is back. You know, I I don't I don't feel like we saw the uh, clash of the Titans as much in 2019. But I think Dixon versus Penske, or really Ganassi versus Penske, because Rosenquist came into his own in that race too. Um, I think we're going to see more of the uh, more of that head to head again. He made a I will call that an inexperienced mistake. Yeah, and and it's yeah. too bad because that that would have been the car that I think could have could have challenged Scott, and it would have been fun to watch that. But uh, I don't know if I want to call it so e- easily or so early for Ganassi and Penske. I think uh, again, Drenny's going to be there. I think there's going to be four, and I'll tell you, you know, Charlie Kimball did an amazing job in the Foyt car. Until, he did. You know, he really I mean, did. He he would he definitely had speed. I hope AJ Foyt Racing can put a nice season together. Lord knows, they've struggled for a yeah. few years now, and they deserve it. I think part of that whole Ganassi Penske thing, just for that race being no practice, no qualifying, and they went to Texas. Yeah. yeah. So and that, and yeah. another thing, why the veterans really yep. shine there yeah. because you know first race out is at Texas. Speaking <laughs> yep. of the Foyt cars running well and his last consecutive IndyCar start, uh, how about Tony Kanaan getting a top ten in a Foyt car? Yes, very much. Yes. Yep. So I said, Foyt, they had a nice they, they had a nice they had a nice finish race. the deal every week that'll be that'll be good tony was almost in, uh, you know almost in tears over the radio after the race just realizing you know things are starting to starting to wind up for him and that was i, I was actually on and off of his his communications during the race that was it was equal parts really cool and really tough to listen to just because you could tell the longer that race went that everything was starting to yep. sink in finally yep 
very much, very much true. Uh, Xfinity lineup is in. It is. And guess who's racing? Junior. Junior. Starts 12th. Junebug. Yep. Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson up front. That should be fun. Chastain and Jones row two. Brandon Brown. Wait, wait did you say Hurts. Harrison Burton and Noah Gregson? I did. How? I swear, this lottery has to be rigged. I feel like Noah's been on the Very front row random. of like every <laughs> Xfinity race since we've come back. Yeah, well, I mean, he's up there again. Uh, and then I was, I've was i been pressing Brandon Brown starting fifth. That's good for him. I'll tell you what. Brandon Brown has been the surprise of the year for me in Xfinity. I would say so, yeah. Brown and, and Moffitt, certainly, um, in the O2 car. That car has been fast every week. Uh, Riley Herb sixth. Then Segan Briscoe, Cindric, and Haley rounding out the top ten. And then Elgiron Jr. in row six. Don't sleep on the 21 car starting 21st, especially now that Anthony Alfredo has uh, a chance to string four straight races together to this yep. weekend and then the following two weeks. Average finish of 10th in his first three Xfinity starts for he Richard He did a Childers really nice racing. job, and the other one I thought did a really nice job last week was Colby Howard in the 15 for J.D. Motorsports. 15th place finish in like his third or fourth start. The kid is doing Yeah, good. especially after the tire issue at Bristol yep. that took him out of a good run yep. there. We're going to take another break, be back with one more long segment. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career. Back in a minute. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser 
Cancer Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And before we really dig into our last segment, I I meant to do it in the last segment, and then we all got talking about other subjects, and I didn't do it. So shame on me. But uh, I have not even had to (laughs) read... Reboot. Ah! Reboot. So close. I was so close. You jinxed yourself. I did. I did. Okay. Somebody call somebody call our friends at my computer crew so they can reboot me. Tom, how do we do that? Well, here's the deal. So a lot of people are unfortunately are out of work right now. And if you're if you're one of those people or if you're just looking for a change in career, my computer career might be the answer. Go to their website and type, go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation if you decide that IT might be a career that you'd like to pursue. My Computer Career has made it as easy as possible. Here's the thing. Financial aid is available if you are eligible, including the GI Bill. Online classes one to two times a week. That's it. In as little as four months you could be ready to start a new career in IT, which is a field with right now over 2 million unfilled jobs. So there really is no reason not to give it a shot. It is not about math or science. If you're not good at either one of those or you're not a computer geek, that's okay. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. When you are ready to go into the workforce, my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. So Go to mycomputercareer.edu and give them an opportunity to help you to be on your way to a better life in as little as four months. We want to thank all the folks from My Computer Career for uh, their enthusiasm for what we're doing here at Race Chaser. We do appreciate it, and um, we need the help because every once in a while, Jacob uh, just, uh, you know, his train jumps the tracks, and then we have to... uh, getting back anybody who's listening to this show for the first time and hasn't and hasn't listened to us on a regular basis was probably sitting there going he totally just scripted that no no nope, that's did. normal <laughs> totally normal i can test to it well, 33 years of radio i ought to have learned something i think by then <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of fun to do that and honestly it's you know what it, it's funny because people will people have said to me how do you do that I love what they do. I mean, I've, I've, I've studied them. I've been to the Raleigh campus. I know what it's about. And uh, a lot of these schools, you, gotta, you have to kind of watch them. But my computer career is totally uh, legit. And it came from the fact that the owner of my computer career um, was in a position where he needed a change of, uh, of, of pace and decided, you know what, if, if I'm in this position, I bet there are a lot of other people that are in it too. Mm -hmm. So he decided to go ahead and do something about that. And, um, he's made a lot of difference in a lot of people's lives with that school. So I basically have spent the last hour and 32 minutes, uh, able to sidestep and go to other topics and and not 
go there, but I feel like I would be doing uh, the the art of journalism and proper news a disservice if we didn't at least mention that this happened, and then we can discuss it for a couple of minutes if we so choose. However, the uh, bombshell of the week came about, oh, two hours before the start of the Martinsville race on Wednesday afternoon when NASCAR did what they tried to do in 2015 and officially put out a statement. This came after an interview that Bubba Wallace did on CNN. Uh, NASCAR officially made the decision to ban the Confederate flag from all its tracks and properties, events, etc., effective immediately. Tom... Thoughts, if anything, questions, concerns, well, discussion. I mean, um, if I'm being purely objective, I think that first of all, for me personally, I don't feel the the fact that they banned the flag. And and again, I want everyone to understand, I'm not diminishing its importance to a certain group of people. I'm just saying that for me personally, banning the flag doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, and I know the other component to that is that they're allowing people to kneel for the anthem. And I know that um, there are numbers of people for whom that bothers, um, for whom that's, that's a real trouble spot. For me, I've had some conversation with some friends of mine who were troops, who were veterans, and one who's still serving in the Army. And to a man, they all said, you know what? We fought for that right, too. It's a peaceful protest. We fought for that as well. You know, they're they're not as irritated as a lot of us are. I mean, for, to me, it, this comes down to I turn on a sporting event or I go to a sporting event, and I know a lot of people would agree with this, to escape all of the pressures of the day, okay? All of the politics, all of the things that go on. And so for me, I don't want to see political, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I mean, look, I get, you know, candidates have a right to be there. They have a right to, you know, buy space on cars or whatever. Uh, but I just, I don't really want to deal with that for three hours. I just want to deal with a race or a football game or whatever. That's my opinion. Um, I think what worries me is... Once you start down this road of deciding that certain things that offend certain people are not okay anymore, I don't know how you control, I don't know how you stop. You know, it becomes a slippery slope. And I fear that NASCAR and, in fact, Bubba Wallace have now opened a can of worms that's going to get bigger than they really necessarily would wanted what yeah. would want it to get. Um, and that's the thing that worries me. I, it, I understand it. I, I, you know, I'm not, I, I have opinions, but I'm not going to share them here because I don't think this is the place for it. But I, I do think that we just need to be careful because, uh, and I'll give you an example, I think ESPN is no longer considered by a lot of people to be a legitimate sports uh, media because they spend so much time dealing with these kinds of cultural issues. And I think it can get very muddy really quick. So I don't know what NASCAR's plan is from here or whatever, but 
I just feel like it's going to be hard to say no when the next thing starts to be an issue and then the mm. next thing and the next thing. That's the only thing I worry about. As far as the flag and kneeling, I mean, at this point, it's, you know, it is what it is. And um, I don't think my opinion should dictate policy. So, um, at, you know, that's kind of where I stand on it. It's inter- it's interesting that you uh, that you mention um, going to the racetrack to be an escape. Yeah. Because really, that's the exact same. Uh, that's the exact same philosophy at the end of his column, which arguably is the best thing I've seen written about the topic. Um, you know, since it became which a thing yesterday afternoon, I was getting there. Uh, okay. Ryan McGee. Uh, oh yeah, ESPN. I saw that, yeah. Ryan McGee's com- yeah. uh, column on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm just going to. Which quote, is interesting because I yeah, just mentioned. Yeah. It is. It is actually. Um, I'm just going to quote the last paragraph. Um, the only place where we should see the, see the stars and bars now is displayed in a museum encased in glass and context. If you want to teach someone about heritage versus hate or have a debate with someone about what those flags mean, go to the Smithsonian, go to the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, the Lorraine Motel where Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, to Gettysburg, Appomattox, or just come meet me down at Fort Fisher. We can talk about it all day at the right places, but not at the racetrack. Right, and that's kind of my deal now. Do I agree with canceling the dukes of hazard because there was a flag on top of the general league car no that's silly do i agree with canceling um what's the show pause uh what's the paw patrol paw patrol um because it portrays cops in a good way absolutely not <laughs> i totally disagree with that and I, how do we get rid of ipd it's an well, unrated well, cable tv show <laughs> yeah see but this is the, again this is where you go i mean where yeah. you know where where does it end we had a black lives matter car fair enough what about a Blue Lives Matter car? Would NASCAR approve that? And and if they wouldn't, how do you, how do you, how do you justify not that? approving yeah. that? Yeah, that's why I mean by the slippery slope. So, uh, you know, if you're going to do that, that's fine. But please understand, it's going to get away from you really quickly if you don't have a concrete plan for how to deal with the future. As mm-hmm. I've told people many a times that have worked under me, have worked with me. We are in the entertainment business. Yes, we are not saving lives. We are the merely there yeah, to entertain people and to take their minds off of things. You know, no different than the WWE or the NFL or whatever it may be. We're just there for entertainment value. Yeah, for me, I don't I don't care. I don't, you know, I, I understand an athlete has a right to speak their piece or an actor or whatever. That's fine. But um, again, once you put yourself in that position, you can't take yourself out. And I and again I I'm praying for Bubba right now because he's he's painted himself into a certain role and that could be dicey later. So random historical nugget that just popped up on Twitter that I, I'm gonna use in the last couple minutes here because it's one of those I just saw that and I'm like, huh. Um cool history with Corey LaJoy's car last night since we were discussing he and Denny yeah. Hamlin earlier uh, and the and the equipment They're equal qualifying times yeah the equipment <laughs> disparity so to speak um, Corey was driving uh, they get uh, Ford technical support now some yeah. from uh, from Stuart Haas but they've also uh, bought some cars off of Roush in the past yep. as well the chassis that Corey was driving uh, in Mar- the Martinsville night race Wednesday night was Roush chassis number 706 that car was originally driven by Greg Biffle. Interestingly enough, that was the exact that was the chassis that Greg Biffle drove to Victory Lane at Kansas Speedway wow. in 2010. Wow. <laughs> Good grief. That chassis yeah. is oh, 10, year, 10 yeah. years old. That's been through some races. Yeah. 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 That just goes to the point wow. that I think Corey's trying to make about the disparity in the equipment right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I found that whole 
little spat between him and Denny. It was funny. It was entertaining. Oh, it I was think, very amusing. I'll be honest. I mean, when Denny responded at first, I mean, I think he was just kind of teasing. And I thought it was a basketball thing because I, I know Denny plays basketball. Yeah. That's why he said in the third, fourth quarter, you know, we don't count on you. I think, you know, I figured it was a basketball reference, but I think Corey, Corey got a little well, but hurt unnecessarily. I thought it was like, come on, man. Didn't you have a, a thought on that, Diaz? It was just the fact that I thought it was kind of funny, just because you have a driver that's in better equipment, TRD up front, yeah. and you have Corey fighting for positions that normally he's a yep towards the back in the field, which now he's been bracing up front, which now you bring into both worlds of what people try to get into and what they actually have to be in, right. To race every week. There's a huge difference. There's no question. And Denny has never, he says, I've driven bad cars. Yes, but they were still JGR cars. Denny has never in NASCAR had to drive the 32. No, which, which you know is, what I mean? Then and, again, I, and I'm not trying to be insulting no, to go fast. Not at all. It's, it's just, you know, it's just part of those deals of right. when opportunities land and that people's career opportunities fall and right. they are able to pounce on them and be able to take him. I or, believe with everything in me, if Corey gets in the 11, he may not win right away, but Corey's he's going to be top to, 10, yeah, I think. Corey's going to end up. I remember when, when it was between Denny Hamlin and Woody Howard for that ride, and it came down to super late model races, and J.D. Gibbs was down there picking. Who? Yep. J.D. Yep. Gibbs? No, 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 no. no. Woody Before, Howard. Yeah, yeah. You don't that, remember that name? No, I don't. Woody Howard. He was a uh, he was a pretty prominent super late model, late model guy across the south e- southeast back huh. back when Denny and was. And that racing. was for the truck, not for yeah, the cup ride. <laughs> the the cup came down to Hamlin versus was it J.J. Yaley, and Hamlin yeah. outperformed yep. him. Yep, he so, did. Yep. So I mean, I I thought that was and then uh, he won and then he went and swept Pocono in his rookie year. Yes, he did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, I mean, Denny, there was no question that Denny came into NASCAR and was successful right away, and he's earned everything that he's gotten. But um, I just thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question that there's a difference in the equipment. It does matter. Oh, if they put they, the best driver in a 30th place car and they might get 25th. Yeah. You can put a mediocre driver in a winning car and they'll probably at least get top 10. The, uh, the other difference, too, by the way, was that Corey LaJoy had former driver Brandon McReynolds spotting for him <laughs> Wednesday night. That's right. I'm sure that yeah. radio was interesting. I wish I'd known that ahead of time. Back with one more segment for the radio audience after this. <laughs> Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. The one KKM driver that's not running Midget Week. Correct. I've already te- I, I already texted him, and he said, dang, field limits. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Oh, well, I will be at Indiana Midget Week, uh, at least for part of it next week. I'm excited about that. It's going to be awesome. I get to see two nights, Thursday nice. night, Friday night. Woo! Very cool. Kyle Larson's running the whole week. Well, and uh, that's enough reason to be excited to be there, right? Yes, especially because uh, Lincoln Park... He's won at before, and I want to say, I think they're at Blooming. No. So, actually, I think they're two nights at Lincoln Park, Thursday and Friday. So, yeah, Larson's kind of good there. I- I'm looking forward to His it. His competitors are like, please, NASCAR, reinstate him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's kinda, he's won three straight uh, All-Star there. Circuit of Champions races uh, out in the Great Plains of Kansas and Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, it, yes, everybody's wanting him to be reinstated. We do have TV overtime coming up, by the way, which right now, due to various factors, is not actually on. It, it, it's it's complicated, but over overtime is coming. Yes, and I have a good idea for overtime, which is scary because I never have good ideas. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. that worries me now, <laughs> especially with guests in the room. Not not that no, I'm nice to the guests sometimes. Well, that's all but, the time. But we're see the thing is we gotta like you know we gotta catch them off guard and get them laughing and. You know, make fun of Get them. Get the or cards something. out. That's what the uh, overtime is all about. Something like. Hey, do you have your cards in here? We might could pull that trick well, out I, too. I've got time in between segments. I can get them. Okay, we'll have to do that. I'll send Tom to get his cards. Uh, thank you to the radio audience for listening. We'll be back next Thursday. So for Tom, uh, our two guests, Ryan Repko, Mason Diaz, and Nick Boncher, I'm Jacob Seal. We'll keep it off the wall till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. 
Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.